Welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Uh, we're friend, we're international again this week. Not friendly, sorry. Uh, I'm hosting again because Phil's busy. But uh, with me today, Chris, welcome back. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Been uh, a while since I've been on the pod with m- more than one other person. It's exciting. Yeah, we've been having a hard time getting everyone together. People's lives are busy. And also, Pat. How's it going, Pat? Going good, going good. So before we get into it, uh, did anyone go to or watch the U.S. men's national team play at City Park yesterday? I watched most of the game, but I did not, as did it seemed like many people. Yeah, stadium looked pretty empty. What I read on social media was uh, 16,000 tickets sold, but it looked less than that. I uh, I would have gone, but somehow got COVID. Um, seems to be going around again, so I have been been mostly sitting in my room uh, in the basement of my house watching soccer which brings me to my uh our first new sponsor this is a good one guys i don't know if you've heard of live soccer tv.com is it legal i assume they're not a sponsor right let's clarify they're not no. a sponsor. Okay. no 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 it's just a what so it's not i'm not watching the streams on it but it's just a listing of like every game taking place and then on what platforms you can find them because there are like 20 different platforms or streaming services where there might be a game that you want to watch and you don't know. Like right now in the background, I have um, Kazakhstan versus Northern Ireland on for the European qualifiers. Thanks to second new sponsor, Sister Abby, who doesn't realize I'm stealing her Hulu account so that I can have Fox Sports 2. She'll never find out. No. Um, To be fair... Like six months ago, she sent me her username and password uh, in text so that I could watch something else. And I've just never let go. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I probably would have gone. But uh, I also think we've kind of gotten burned here. You know, they gave us that goofy St. Kitts and Nevis game where they played, you know, a bunch of, bunch of no names and charged 100 bucks a ticket for that. So no one wanted to go to this one. Um, but still nice to see the stadium on TV. It looked beautiful. So... Do you do I, I I suppose at this point I should give I, both of you a chance if you have any any look back thoughts on the the Kansas City game I got my feelings out but if there's anything you guys want to add on Pat all I got is negativity uh, you got anything more thoughtful than that I would say the the my biggest takeaway is uh, two there's two points one being I think we prioritize the Wednesday game at home which I think is probably fine. My other takeaway is that I was disappointed that this is the kind of game that I think we should have dominated. Uh, The lack of calls in the first half should have been right up our alley. I also agreed with, I think Abby said that the, the, the calls between the first half and the second half seemed different. And all of a sudden we were getting called for some pretty weak stuff uh, that they were actively trying to draw fouls and getting some of those called. Um, Are you saying in the first first half, half, we should have gone like full on murder ball? Yeah. In the first half, we should have, we should have, we should have been a lot more physical in the first half. And I was surprised that we weren't. Um, And I think that hopefully that is something that we are going to kind of draw attention to. Cause as we get, I think towards the end of the season and into the playoffs, if it's anything not having not watched the MLS playoffs before, if it's anything like every other sport, 
things they they usually let things play in playoffs. So I hope we get back to our normal policy of playing on the edge and not looking for fouls. Chris, I'm interested in your negative thoughts. I got uh, a lot of bones to pick with the the coaching staff and the decision makers. Uh, the lineup was rotated. Uh, I thought unnecessarily. I don't know what everyone's health is or how they're training on a given week, but like this game, they they're all very good at saying they understand the nature of of the rivalry with Kansas City, the budding, burgeoning, pre-existing rivalry with Kansas City. But if that's the case, uh, why do you rotate? Uh, why is why is it sort of uh, like a half sort of limp press, like you said in the first half? Why why is the energy low if if you recognize the significance of the moment, then why not? Why is that not showing on the pitch? Um, I think a lot of people blame the refereeing, uh, the offsides call. Uh, I, I really have no problem with that, you know, that goal being disallowed. I think it probably was not offsides. Uh, you know, look, staring at a bunch of pictures on X over the, well, since the game. But, like, you can't depend on that. This is one of our lowest expected goals in any game this season. Uh, it, it, we just didn't look good. We didn't look like we cared. On on the other hand, I did like the the subs and the reaction. Uh, that, it was just too late. I suppose it should have been, that should have probably been the lineup at the start of the game. And I'm confused why it wasn't. So, so we've gone back and forth. We had Abby on to do some statistical analysis. There was a lot of statistical analysis offline. So whether we rotate more than average or not, Chris, I think you and I are trending towards the same same page on this that I I sort of don't understand what whether or not we're rotating I don't understand why we're rotating the players that we do when we do and every rotation we do seems to drive like a different tactical response we don't really always rotate like for like so oh, I'm just rotating out a winger for another winger and we're keeping our formation the same it's like every game it's this it's a new thing somehow and I think that's that's making it tough to to settle in. And like you said offline, I don't understand why at this point in the season we're not just playing our best players. Like, yeah, you got a Wednesday game. Uh, you're a professional. I would agree that it's not just the rotation. And I don't know. We could get into this statistically, I guess. But it's not just the rotation. It's that we are not settled into. We talk about the system so much. But game to game, we have Indy playing in completely different positions with completely different roles that doesn't, you know, allow us to really like get deep and really get accustomed to something. Corrections and, and omissions. I said that Phil was busy and wouldn't be here at the beginning of the pod. Apparently I was wrong. Uh, no, not busy, just sleeping. I have one more very specific thing I want to say. I was extremely disappointed in the performance of, of Edward Leuven. I don't know what is going on with him, but his body language was bad. His touch was bad. His service on free kicks and corners was atrocious. And it just didn't look like he was excited to be there. I don't know. I mean, I, who can blame anyone for not being excited to be in Kansas City? But, you know, being on a football pitch as a professional footballer, you got you to show a little bit more than he has shown in this game. And even, you know, his assist, beautiful assist or two in the last couple of games, notwithstanding, he's just looked a little bit disinterested since his return. 
it doesn't seem I know I would say the only reason I can really justify saying this is because we know what he's capable of and he just hasn't shown like he's interested in producing those you know that level of consistent play that we saw before his injury and maybe it's coming back for an injury you know I don't know but it something's going wrong and you want your best player or one of your top three best players motivated and ready for this stretch of the season and I don't see that I'm worried about that and you'll see moments of it from him still um but yes in general I agree he looks he looks disinterested and his his corner kicks have been terrible basically just 20 yards past over the goal like just ridiculously bad yeah I don't know how much of that is injury but like I just remember early in the season when we didn't even know the team you know you could just tell like oh he is special he is controlling the game he is controlling the flow of the game he really stuck out and you know yes he has moments of quality now but you don't see that same control of the game flow and maybe it you know he is coming back from a long injury shaking off the rust maybe but do we do we think and this is this is total speculation by the way Kazakhstan just scored a beautiful goal um do we think it's because this is complete speculation and I'm sure I'm wrong but I want to say it the Bundesliga just started back up and do you think he's sad that he's here in the MLS instead of the Bundesliga and there was like the initial excitement of, oh, I'm on a new team, and it's so exciting, and we're doing awesome. And now he, like, Saturday morning wakes up, and he's watching, you know, all these teams in Germany that he could be playing for, and he's like, oh, I'm in the MLS. I don't think that is the case. I don't think that's I hope it's not the case. It's a nice theory. If anything, you'd think that the fact that the Bundesliga is back would motivate him to play harder. So he could prove his point that he deserves to be in a place like the. So we lead the uh, we lead the league in, in tackles. We lead the league in tackles. We lead we we so we lead the league in tackles, and we got out tackled by Kansas City. And I don't think that's happened in my memory. Of, of course, it must have happened at some point, and probably in one of our losses. But you know, I think it's a pretty fair bellwether that when we don't out tackle our opponent, we're going to get beat. So, and that relates to that first half press that limp press that we were talking about. That's all I got. Flaccid press, possible episode title. Possible name for a spinoff podcast. Just me and Josh talking about things. That's where the antics go. Yeah. City Press keeps it respectable. Keep it behind a Patreon paywall. And they're like a 18 plus rating. I know you guys think that people come for the the hard hitting soccer knowledge. My guess is that people are mostly here for the antics. Um, Well, let's hope that we play better tonight tonight or in chris's case tomorrow morning are you going to get up and watch the game or do you have to go to work yes to both questions (laughs) okay good answer correct answer children don't need to be educated um how are we feeling i think we're feeling reasonably confident i don't think we need to feel like our recent run of form is going to mean we can't take on galaxy we had a, a good performance against them earlier in the season uh, we, are, we draw with them at home yeah but it was it was a draw that we should have won probably i don't know do we want to take that in a positive way or a negative <laughs> way i'm not I was sure. going positive okay so, i also I said a good feel, performance you the know? performance was good it was better right. than a draw yeah i also feel terrible about tonight's game so i'm curious why you're feeling good phil that's what this pot is about we got to feel good about city good um, it's an away game in la that's tough california is a long trip but I don't know. We've got a relatively healthy team. Did we talk about that? Is is Parker out? 
I heard Parker was practicing, but Alm was out. Uh, I was going to bring this up. We were talking about recurring injuries or dealing with long-term injuries. That abdomen seems to be flaring up again. I mean, this pod hates to see an Alm injury. That said, that's, we do have it's a gut punch. Some depth that's probably how it got injured in the first place. Mm. Oh. Those Kansas City dirty players yeah. punched him in the gut, probably when the referee wasn't calling anything. I I know what you're saying, Phil, and I could not disagree more. We have a player who can technically substitute in for Alm's position, but we don't have anyone who plays Almy, and we I don't. feel like we're just a completely different team without him. Um, I couldn't this, tell this is back to the it, problem of like, you know, I don't know. We don't play consistently enough with some position where it's like, oh, the the alm element that's needed on this team is missing. It's like it's a completely different pot of soup every week. We're getting close to the point where if alm were healthy, we're running out three center backs with alm and Stroud. And I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Where we just have Almond Stroud just running up the left and right sides, just I would game. watch that. I would eat it's, that up. Right? Yeah. Like we're almost there. If Parker's healthy, if Alm's healthy, I think that's gonna be a lineup we roll out and it's gonna be incredible. Especially since our wingbacks really are have not been playing well. You know, God love Mike and the Marcanics. He did not have a especially solid game um no, defensively or offensively yeah, i mean it was kind it of offensive card. but not in in the positive way that we sometimes use that word i don't think it was <laughs> offensively effective in any way no it was it was bad yeah um when i was reading about alm i was unclear whether it was like a pulled muscle or if he was having like intestinal distress and they were trying to cover it by saying like abdominal issues They've always been unclear about his abdominal issues, and that's fine. It's none of our business. It's a I big part of the weird. body. Yeah, there's a lot. It's, <laughs> right. what, miles long. That's intestines specifically, but that's part <laughs> of the abdomen, so we'll allow it. Nico sounds like he might be be fine. Did anyone else hear that? That's exciting. He was he was in some form before he got injured, so that that is exciting. Yeah, I also don't understand. It was his arm. He could have kept playing. That's my view. Again, I am, I am in no way a medical shakes doctor. The arm. That shakes the arm. I, the interesting, the big question for me over probably the remainder of the season is, does Klaus get back to form? I think that would make a huge difference. And, and okay, we can talk like Leuven, is he back in it? But I, I want to see what Klaus can I do. I think Klaus has been helpful when he's on the field. Yeah, like he's been fine. He, Absolutely. Yeah. Like so, I'm optimistic that he will fall back into form here fairly well. He needs and, some minutes. His he needs presence, to start. He needs his minutes. He's gotten to a half, which means I would not be surprised to see him start in this LA Galaxy game, especially coming off of a, a full week because he played in all three of those games last week, right? Short short minutes, but a half on Saturday and then I think like 20 and then like 10 the game before or something. If our other return to play protocols, he'll, I wouldn't be surprised to see him start and get pulled early-ish in the second half. I have a, I have Maybe a striker-related question. Looking, looking well, so up. this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. So last last week we had a, we had a Klaus play it again situation up front. And I'm not sure that that works together as a, as a strikering pair. I think, I think Klaus and Nico work together because you've got like 
a big dude and like a slow little crafty dude. And now play it again is big and crafty, but it almost feels like then you have two target men out there. And I'm not sure that works. Thoughts on striker pairings. Well, I think this gets back to the reason that part of the reason that Sam got uh, lent away, which is that, yes, he and Klaus kind of serve a similar function on the team, which effectively when Klaus was healthy meant that Sam did not get a lot of minutes. Now, what was interesting is when they were both on the field, Klaus was playing underneath. He was almost I don't know. It was it was uh, interesting where it seemed like Sam was still playing further forward and Klaus was a little bit behind as in seemed like in more of a facilitative role. And he was getting almost no touches. He was not the ball was not coming to Klaus, which is a problem. And I think it was probably who was playing behind him and and beside him. And part of that might have been Sam's instincts to go up the wing and not play through the middle like Nico and Klaus uh, have done. So. Yeah, there's reasons why it might not work uh, unless they can work it out. They're both professionals and they might be able to come to some agreement. But right now, it's it's very clear that Adenarin likes to drift outside whenever yeah. he can. He's not a he's not a central striker uh, and he doesn't uh, you know, have those instincts. And so he's he's always deployed like a, a winger or a, an inside striker on that left flank, it seems. And and that's where he seems to he, thrive the most. So. Do you think he wants to be playing almost like a Polisic position in a kind of three forward thing that the men's national team did, like a like an outside well, forward? Talk about bad crosses. He just had a series of the absolute worst like set piece crosses that I've seen. Polisic, uh, who are we talking yes. about? He's he's known for Polisic. that. He really okay. needs to improve that. At least I know him for that. I don't know if that's what I think of when I think of him as bad crosses, corners that hit the first man, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, these were all just like real low into the defense. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the men's national team. It does make me sad how many of our top American players have decided to go to Serie A because I'm not going to watch Serie A um, for multiple reasons. But one of the big ones being that apparently Italy is once again run by fascists. So I can't support that. Um, but also, I just don't have the time. Um, Maybe not in that order. But yeah, it's, yeah. It, who, who knows, honestly, how my brain works. It's it's unclear. I'm I as I tell my employees and everyone else I meet, I'm hearing this for the first time. Same as all y'all. So um, <laughs> other injury situations. I, th- I think we're good. I don't. Oh, um, Mike in the Marcanic did roll his ankle pretty bad, but I haven't heard anything Oof. if if he'll be available. I, I'm i kind of okay if he's not based on his performance. You want to see Hebert get another run out there? No, I think I want to see what Patrick was talking about where we have three center backs. Who would your three center backs be? In the Kansas City game. Would it be Yarrow? I mean, Nilsson, Nilsson Parker, Yarrow. Parker. That is your three uh, Bartlett, I believe I heard was getting some city two minutes this week. So he will probably, I don't even know if he'll be with the team. So I'd watch I that. Am. I don't know. I don't know if we will like that outcome. That seems very, I doubt we will, but I love the idea of it. A more talent, a team with a more talented midfield might be able to pull that off. We love our wingbacks. Almond Straddle, you know, I like Watts. run their little hearts out. I'd be sad to miss Watts. I think it was a bad so then move. In the second half, when Almond Stroud can't run anymore, we'll bring it. 
shift Hebert. Hebert could start at center back. I was watching the um, Miami, uh, whoever Miami played last night game. Oh, Miami, Kansas City game. Uh, Messiless Miami dominated Kansas City, which, like, again, makes me. Okay, but I think. No, see, I think this gets to the point, which is like, okay, we've all watched more Miami at this point than we probably have any other MLS team other than City. But you watch Miami, like there is people know their roles. They are so consistent with like what they're trying to do. And okay, it's centered around, you know, Busquets, who is we do not have anyone of that caliber, nor do most MLS teams, but most it just seems like teams they stick with something have, and yeah. they have, you know, keep kind of iterating and perfecting that system. So two things. One, that's because I think Tata Martinez is viewed as like a, a pretty good coach. Two, my point in bringing up the game, and I'm happy to talk about it, was actually that um, friend of the pod, Maximiliano Bretos, was the announcer and they were talking about how great Apple TV has been for the world. And the, in doing it, they mentioned, and we've got so many great South African players in the league like Jabulo Blom. So middle of the Miami game, getting Blom shout outs. Love to hear it. Love to hear it from friend of the pod. From from Bratos. Wow. Yeah. He has an outsized influence on my life. <laughs> it's amazing how how much he shows up actually i wonder who it's will amazing. get you as think... the announcers tonight it's remarkable uh, i guess there's like some some specialization within the announcer rotation maybe like I, I don't know what's how does that work well i think they definitely send him to places where there are going to be um there's more uh, hispanic audience or players or something since he really enjoys saying their names because of his I like when we get just background. like the baseball announcers who have barely watched a game of soccer. You know what I like? I like it when I'm at the game and don't have to worry about this. There has mm. been a little bit of backlash on on social media about our radio announcer Joey Zanaboni. He is not everyone's cup of tea. I listened uh for some reason I was running late to one of the games and so I was listening to him. And he is difficult to follow. <laughs> he uses phrases that are not like collectively accepted. And I don't know what they mean. And so like he, having not listened to him for every game is like jumping into this podcast right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to draw the same analogy. It would be like we should teach him the nicknames and he'll roll with it. And yeah, it just makes start calling, no sense to anyone listening. He'll start calling Watts Indiana because he's from Indiana, completely confusing the fact that there's indiana vasilev um all right we should talk about la yeah back to LA. oh are you taking I over as the host now ricky pooge yeah ricky pooge right ricky pooge might be my favorite player in the league who doesn't play for he's stlc he's very good he's very good but if you can shut him down like you shut down la like all of their their game runs through ricky pooge does that mean we stick hebert on him isn't that what we who who was it we stuck hebert on that was espinoza or in uh, Espinosa Spalding, the base San player. Jose. In San Jose. Cut that. It sounded point. like Chris might have some stats. I got the stats, yeah. Whenever you're ready. We're always ready. Limited. A lot Small. of passing. A lot of passing. Oh, yeah. That's it. You're exactly right. Um, uh, also, surprisingly, maybe a lot of shooting. They're, sure, they're third in shots per 90. So the, they do shoot, shoot a lot. 
Uh, is that shots or shots on goal? That's shots. I think they're fifth in shots on goal. Uh, St. Louis, for comparison, is sixth in shots, and I think they are third. We are third in shots on goal. So we're right there at the top with them in terms of shots. So there should be a lot of shots this game. Probably. When did the term no. on frame come into use? Because this is not one I'm familiar with. The, yeah, are you asking you under- like why we call it a frame? Probably work it out, right? Yeah, I'm just saying, it, like 10 years ago, I feel like people weren't talking about, oh, he put that shot on frame. They were in the UK. All right. What other stats do we have? Our homework assignment is to, to figure out the etymology of on frame and its relation to soccer broadcasting history. Uh, they are the best in the league, as as Patrick mentioned before we started recording. They're best in the league in passing percentage um, and close to the top in you know total passes attempted. So they do play this sort of expansive pass heavy game um back to the shots however we are second in to- average distance per shot they are third so a lot of these attempts are coming from way far out so might uh, not be as high scoring game the last one was only a 1-1 draw so um and do we LA call Galaxy, those types of shots vasilevian uh, we do now i like this is my favorite stat uh, or my my it's tied for my favorite stat these next two stats are probably both my darling stats of the day. Uh, LA Galaxy, fewest throw-ins in the league by a huge margin. Like I just don't even, like, what is, nuts. how is that not just a completely random variable? Like, how is that even a thing? that it, You don't even really control that? Like, wait, is this throw-ins conceded or throw-ins, throw-ins taken? taken? They don't take throw-ins. That makes no sense. I know, it's nuts. Um, I, it blows my mind how big this margin is. Um, <laughs> Bring it on, I want to know like, the margin. It's like 25% fewer than the next lowest team and something like 100% fewer than the top team or 120% fewer. Like they're taking Wait, half what? as many as 100? the top team. Oh, that Sorry. way 120%, not the other way. Yeah. Well, what about corners? Yeah, okay, do we have fine. a do we have a corners stat? Is it similarly strange? They are tied like, are for th- really I knew you'd good? ask. You know, I knew you'd ask. They're tied for third in most corners taken. So they take a lot of corners, they take no throw-ins. Go figure. I'm I'm trying to think There's of the style be of play. Here. Yeah, what would lead right to, up the middle? Yeah, they don't they don't use the sideline. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, okay. Distance get deflected because they're sending Not everything through pooch. That could You're actually right. be there really are, good Phil. for us because we don't handle um, like up the wings very well. We've been exposed lately, so if they want to just bring it up the middle and try and get through Blum every time, I think we'll take that. Put Blum. Put Blom on Ricky Pooge. I think you put Blom in the middle, and you you do play Indy Vasilev this game, so he can just they can bash brothers Pooge out of the game. That's what I think. And then throw Leuven in the mix, and I don't know, you know, get him motivated somehow, slap him in the face before the game. I'm not condoning that, but that helps me when I'm I'm in need of a pick me up mid game, and just have them wreck that midfield. And look, last game. We got way out tackled by LA Galaxy. Uh, We can't be doing that again. Do we think there's a reason besides like humanity ethics that a team playing Miami hasn't just had their like worst player, the coach be like, just go take him out, break his ankle. What was it? Sweep the leg, sweep the leg. Cobra Kai. Yeah. Great show. Great show. If you haven't watched it, not a sponsor. So good. We will definitely take Cobra Kai money. Like the Cobra Kai from the original Karate Kids are like universally hated. It's because they sweep the lake, right? Until the the 
yeah. streaming television. Spo- spoiler alert. Yes. Well, you I mean, will, it's, you will learn from love. They, they it's do kind of like there's not like a spoiler. It's the the oeuvre of the whole show is like, what if the bad guy was complicated instead? I've not followed any of it. Important to note, LA Galaxy, are, are we calling them out of playoff contention? I guess not at this point. It's a tight bottom of the table, but they are 13th out of 14 teams. Um, I did not realize how terribly Colorado was doing this season. but They just fired their coach. Love to see it. Um, anytime a Stan Kroenke-owned team can fail, you got to be happy about it. It does make our draw against them, in retrospect, look look bad, though. Um, against LA or Colorado, who we both Colorado, yes. Well, you both. Know, both of those. I mean, both. Like us yeah. both. The LA one, I think, was worse because that was at home, and we really dominated that game. I mean, third from the bottom of the table, Sporting Kansas City. So, give us some good teams. Yeah, that's what we need, but not too good. <laughs> they mentioned on the the broadcast last week, though, though that like since the beginning of May, um, Kansas City has been playing very very well their their first two months buried them um yeah that that um their striker uh Padillo, he he looked pretty good um he looked pretty good again against miami last night miami's just an unstoppable machine also apparently they're the um the herons it was the first time i've so unfortunately i have watched a lot of miami games last night was the first night i heard them referred to as the herons have i just missed this or is this a thing it's out there but it's not super common well maximiliano bredos was using it a ton yeah bredos will bring it up sure (laughs) do any mls teams like primarily or at least even significantly go by a team nickname like that like the fire i guess the loons no that's their name no it's like how sheffield wednesday goes by the owls even though that's not officially anything like I think the loons up in I don't, Minnesota. I don't know who that is. I mean, the, some of them have it in the name, like the crew, right. and the fire right. and the Red Bull. But you know. Phil, you're specifically asking not a non team name in the name. Right. Like how for a so while we were the dogs. We were not. But thank yes, God. That's what I'm referring thank to. Thank God that died. Whew. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. All right. So, so L.A., we're expecting through the middle. A lot of passing from them. I've we don't handle a lot of last, passing well. Like, since we talked about it, uh, eighth from the bottom in terms of crosses for LA Galaxy. Okay. You got to be Where on those guys I'm just going to be keeping count. That was from I love SP it, Pat. Ref. It I took me a while it. to find it. I'm just going to be keeping track of how many throw-ins they get. That's the only <laughs> yeah. thing I'm interested I'm so in. I'm excited to point. see how few they get. You're going to be just like totally focused, <laughs> lose track of everything except that. It's like, the, it's yeah. like when you hear a new word... And then suddenly, like, you hear that word everywhere. That's what it's going to be with you and throw-ins. My football analysis from this point forward is just going to be, well, did you see how many throw-ins they got? <laughs> and and uh, okay, that won't we do? be as amateurish as it sounds because it's an outlier stat with very, it's, it's interesting. I'm delighted you brought it up. Well, I appreciate it, What's Chris. your second stat, corner kicks? Yes. That okay. they they take a lot of corner kicks on like compared to the rest of the league and they take absolutely no throw-ins. So. But I I'm think still we worked laughing it out. Are we ready to get the score predictions? Yeah, I'm still laughing internally that Phil said tight bottom. I don't recall that. He said the the bottom of the. He said something by the. It's there's a tight bottom of the table. 
Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, close down there, except Colorado. You okay, to get should we do some score predictions for the galaxy? Yeah. I don't know. Our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff. Well, before we get into that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what I'm, that's yeah, what I'm that's looking what for. That's what you were fishing for, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, before we get into that. Um, okay, I'm just going to give my score prediction then. Uh, uh, special guest of the, the pod, River. Uh, we are. Ooh, what's the score going to be? What's the score going to be? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, three, two win for City. Lots of long shots. Indy Vasilev to score. Thank goodness. With a banger? With a banger from more than 19 yards out uh, to slightly increase our average shooting distance. I'm, a, I'm looking for a Klaus goal. I'd like a 2-1 win for City with at least one Klaus goal. I was going to take 2-1, so I'm going to go 2-0 with a Blom goal. <laughs> and and Berkey just I shutting them down on all those shots that they're taking. Well, because... Because they're all from way out, so he's going to have a good look at them. That is true. And so having the last two been my initial thoughts, I'm going to go 3-0, and I'm not going to give any qualifiers, but I would like to see Berkey get a clean sheet after the last couple of games. <laughs> yeah, that would Let be nice. Think. They deserve it. He really should have had a clean sheet against yeah. Dallas, except for his own completely terrible mistake. But he still made man of the match, so... Look, if you're going to have a mistake and he does not make many, you know, you do it in a situation where it doesn't really affect anything and you get it out of your system. I suppose that is a way to look at it. 3-0 might be ambitious. I feel like the Galaxy is playing well. A lot of desperation. Good luck to us all. You know, we need that desperation. We need to get... That's what I wanted to say before the recording studio was invaded. I I want to see us getting mentally prepared for the playoffs. You know, I want to see us seeing games out. I want to see us like putting teams to the knife once we have them on the ropes, which we usually do at some point in the game. Uh, I want us to to create the chaos consistently throughout the 90 minutes. And we got this deep team with people who can play. And I want to have the person off the bench being ready to come in and, and pick up right where the person coming off left off. And I, that was the thing that worried me the most about the Kansas City game was just what was clearly uh, like a mentality emotion deficiency from from most of the lineup. That being said, can I say how exciting the rubber match against Kansas City at home is going to be? Ooh, it's going to be a hot one. Yeah, super we stoked playing them a third I just, time. I really hope we can for that game. Let's bring back big big energy in the stadium. It's what we need. That might be what's wrong yeah. with this whole. Oh, and I ever think since for... they changed it, we've been flat. Yeah. And I think exactly. we should take it a step further. I think we should play the explicit version. Whoa. Let's not get carried Whoa. away. Whoa. I can think of not no... an official pod standpoint. I, I can think of nothing that'll get the get the stadium more pumped than the the uncut version of big, big energy. I mean, for the most part, you can't uh, in make out the words, but I think some people would notice. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, they'd notice. With how loud it is? How loud they play everything in there? I mean, I think I think some people noticed the the radio edit, which is why we're in the situation we're in, I assume. I followed your lead and left a comment saying something to the the extent of whoever made that decision should be fired. That's not what I said. I just said we they're killing me with the lack of big big energy. Yeah, I which, took you know, to the next a, level. As you are wont to do. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm excited to see some more city. We've got a, a break Any coming up. Any lineup then. surprises you want to predict 
or comment on before we cut this off? Because um, there will be one or two. I mean, just let's face it. Would you I, rather I think see Klaus will not Klaus, start? That's what I was gonna say. If Klaus doesn't start, I think you're bringing in Klaus and Nico at halftime. Who's with me? Anyone? I think Nico might start. That would be weird with all of the injury return stuff we've seen from Carnell. Weird. Corrections and omissions. I said we've got a break coming up. I guess at this point, I shouldn't treat just a regular week away as a break. It just feels like it with the run of like Wednesday games we had. That's okay. Last week, I totally surprised Drew with the fact that we had a game tonight. Because I guess originally we didn't. This must be a reschedule. It's a reschedule. And as I I mentioned, because of the... Uh, El Trafico earlier. I don't know. There's something weird. Like the LA game got rescheduled and then ours got rescheduled. We are undefeated on Sundays. So this is, this is good. We haven't, we haven't lost on a Sunday. So That's a statistic that is undeniable. Yeah. At some point right. I'd like to we'll talk about how we draw. Do we have the least amount of draws of anyone in the league? This, this is like easily so. Googleable. Let's see. All right. Um, we have, Two. We have and, two. Yeah. Oh, Montreal That's also has two. So it's us in Montreal, and everyone else has way more. Like there are a few teams out there, Philadelphia and Miami, with four. Yeah, but that's that's crazy. We just don't draw. We go balls out. We're gonna go one way or the other. Soccer balls out. Do you know who that's, doesn't go balls out? At least on the sidelines. LA Galaxy. <laughs> and <We're, laughs> no. all right. Thank you guys. It's been a pleasure. All right. Bye. Go City. <laughs>